0: Hello and welcome back to Bad Moms in Business, the podcast. I am Bridget Robertson.
1: I'm Amanda Sharp.
0: I'm Danielle Monaghan.
1: And today we have a very special guest that if we're being honest, I don't think any one of us thought we would ever be able to get on our podcast. No, not at all. No. Super excited. We are so excited to have you here, Cherie. We are We love your products. We love your company and everything it stands for. She is the CEO and co-founder of SALT, which is an amazing product. So the floor is yours to talk about you and then we'll dive into some wonderful questions we have, but it's all you. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I
2: just love watching your videos. I love everything that you're about. And of course, this is a cause that I would support. So and so it, happy that our products have worked well for you. And I'm excited to share a little bit about our story and also our company here with your, with your viewers. So Salt, we aim to modernize reusable period care. Basically, we're trying to make reusable products cool for the mainstream consumer. And we're also female founded, and woman owned, and we're a B Corp, which means we take a triple bottom line approach to everything we do. We want our products to be clean sustainably sourced, ethically made, and we want them to really work well for people. And along with that, we have a give back mission. So we give 2% of our revenues back to donate period care to girls and women in need all across the world. And then we also fund initiatives in education, girls education specifically, and sustainability. So that's a little bit about us. And just, you know, a little intro to me. So I have five daughters, which means that you know, whether I'm at home or whether I'm in the office, it is TMI all day, every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you have any questions about periods, I mean, I have heard them all. So I would love, i dive deep. It's just, just what we do. And we get period questions all the time. So feel free to ask any questions you have. And I just love
1: having these conversations. Uh. Sure. So, and I have to say, like, at first the conversation was a little awkward. Sure. Mm-hmm. I know Danielle and I like. We said, should we mention it? Should we not mention it? Sh-? And then, how it it just felt so amazing and empowering once you said it, and it was no longer taboo. Oh, it was out there. It was no, out there. The world here. And so this this <laughs> conversation with you is just not taboo. It's just coming so naturally, and I can't wait to just dive into everything and and talk about something that every woman basically is putting up with, right?
2: Okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna kick oh, us out. Okay. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to add, you know, us as menstruators, we're the ones who people take their cues from. So if we're awkward talking about periods, then that's what people are going to see. They're going to be awkward too. If we're straightforward because it's something that 50% of the population deals with, then then it allows them to also speak candidly about it. So I really think that the way to have these open conversations and to break these stigmas that are going to represent progress for the world is our comfort level. It's for us to say you know what it's okay to talk about so kudos to you Mm. thanks i love the way that you phrased that that was so cool
1: i Mm. love that Mm -hmm.
3: danielle all right so let's jump right in the first question that we have is how did you come up
2: with the name salt yeah so a lot of people ask us is it an acronym does it mean something it doesn't, we just wanted a short word that we could use that would represent something that was natural and simple and essential for our bodies. And really this return to the natural, something that invoked this you know, natural landscape and, and the natural world. And so we did act, add an extra A so that it could be copyrighted mm-hmm. um, and, it's, and it's you know, easy to say, so. <laughs> I
0: love that. That makes perfect sense. Um, so I am so excited for this, this next topic. Um, you mentioned it in your intro, but period poverty, um, I am just, uh, I'm so glad that this is a topic that you guys are addressing. So can you explain a little bit about what period poverty is and then what your company is doing to combat that?
2: Yeah, I would love to. It's a really important topic that I think that there should be more awareness around. So there's 300 million girls around the world, women and girls around the world that live in period poverty. And that's when people don't have safe and hygienic options for period care. So oftentimes girls will use like bits of mattress pads or banana leaves or even dirt and mud um, to care for their periods. Sometimes they'll be, you know, paper paper from school, from school books. And, you know, what I didn't realize before starting this company, what is really something that drives me every day is just how closely tied girls' education and menstruation is. Um, I don't think it's something that we often think about. But as soon as a girl starts her period overseas, then you start to see school dropout rates just start to skyrocket. So for instance, in Nepal, only 41% of girls go to school. They miss school during their periods. Mm-hmm. And then in places like India, only one in 100 girls reaches the 12th grade. And you see the enrollment numbers during primary school be you know what you would expect. And then as soon as secondary school hits, suddenly everything just starts to drop. And why? What happened? Periods happened. That's that's wow. the issue. So at Salt, we were really fueled by this idea that something as simple as a menstrual cup, this you know little device could break the cycle of poverty for generations. It could keep girls in school. It could provide opportunity. And we just realized that if you are able to solve this one problem, you're solving all sorts of problems economically and for opportunity for women. Mm-hmm. So it's really what drives us is to make sure and solve this issue of menstruation for girls and women around the world
1: and i would be lying if i didn't say one of the reasons i became so open minded about it or researched it a little bit more was because of this pandemic we touched on it during that episode a little mm-hmm. bit but for the first time in my life when the shelves were bare of so many things the thought of not being able to get any feminine hygiene products terrified me so i thought well now was the time to do it so that to have something sustainable like that impacted me this year, just because it gave me the peace of mind. So to know that you're handing somebody something that will allow them to continue to live a normal life is so powerful. That's huge. Huge. So huge. It's
2: a, it's a long-term solution, right? Cause it lasts yes. years. And so for women and girls who, you know, live on such, I mean, below the poverty level on such a minimal amount each day, be able to have a product like this that is literally going to take care of their periods. And we have had our cups actually stress tested and they can last a lot longer than 10 years, mm, 40, which is the average reproductive lifespan of, of the average women and girls. So as long as they don't lose their cup or their dog eats it or whatever, then it literally can be the only thing they need for their periods. That's huge. That's
1: mm. So huge. So huge. So let me ask you, how did the company come to start? I am fascinated with how, businesses start because so many starting garages and the story is so neat sometimes. So what was your story?
2: Yeah. So it's interesting. You mentioned the pandemic because I feel like it was a similar situation that sparked the idea for Saul. So I had a call with my aunt in Venezuela. And if you know about the situation in Venezuela, it's really dire. They Mm -hmm. haven't had food, and just basic hygiene supplies on grocery shelves for years. And this was, you know, when I called her, this was seven years ago. It's still the case. It's actually even worse now. And so what we experienced a little bit during the pandemic, all of us have experienced now how fast those grocery shelves can clear. This is something they live with every day. And so as I talked with her, I really started looking at her dependence on disposables. And it kept me up at night. I thought, what would we do if we didn't have all of these disposable items that were at our fingertips in our grocery stores? What would we do? And I thought of my five daughters, and I started looking into reusable options. What else is out there? I was looking into reusables, not only for periods, but also for like other hygiene needs like toilet paper. What would you do? Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting things. Um, I was actually putting together these 72-hour kits. I'm, I'm kind of a prepper. I like to be really a self-sufficient. And so I was starting putting together these kits for my friends across, you know, across all the U.S. and um, and getting these different supplies. And I was introduced to the menstrual cup for the first time and said, what is this and how does it work? And, you know, that's kind of big. Well, they even fit like all the same questions everybody has. Right. (laughs) So I got several to try out. And I loved it. And I thought, where has this been all my life? You mean the last 10 years, it's non-toxic. It's more comfortable. You feel, you know, it's a cleaner period. It can hold two to three times the amount of a tampon. Like, why don't more people know about this? In fact, the cup was invented in the 1930s by an actress. I don't know if you knew because we see it as something new, but it's been a long time. But you have these, these massive conglomerates in the disposable category that, you know, disposables make more money than something that's reusable for 10 years. So I, I think that it was time for it to make a nice comeback and, you know, happy that that we did. So when I bought all these different menstrual cups, I realized that there wasn't one that really worked well for my anatomy. And so I started, you know, mulling over the idea of creating a cup. And I roped my husband into helping me create this 3D CAD model of what I hoped would be an ideal cup that was going to be U.S. made, really high quality silicone. There was also a lot of cups out there made of out of silicone that had cheap fillers in them. And I wanted something that was something I could recommend to my friends, something I could put in these kits and say, hey, you should start using this. And so we we started creating this model and it took like 14 different design iterations. Um, I remember when we decided to pull the trigger on our design and you have to have a mold, actually two molds for a small and a regular size. They cost $25,000 of an investment just to create this mold. And we had to be confident enough in our design because it was literally etched in steel because you have this liquid silicone that goes into the mold like a clamshell. And so that's why I took 14 iterations to make sure <laughs> we're confident enough, t- enough to say this is going to work. You know, we think this is well designed. Um, but Yeah, that's that's how we started.
1: Wow. Such a neat story. That's
3: so interesting. That's so, so crazy. Hmm.
0: And I, am, I am shocked at the fact that these have been around for so long. You said that my jaw (laughs) dropped. My eyes about bugged
3: out of my head. I can't believe it. (laughs) And
1: Amanda wrote it down.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Our three personalities right there.
2: Well, the first one was made out of rubber. Um, So the medical grade silicone has come a long way. So the designs that we have now are very different than what was there, but I think that's amazing that it was like created by this actress that was trying to find a better solution, but just never took off. So
1: and I just never knew it existed up until recently. Had no. you never heard yeah. of them.
0: I had heard about it working at the airport, actually. A woman <laughs> there had one um, and would talk about it. But this was 15 years ago. And I thought, you're insane. I'm not doing that. <sighs> <laughs> But it's come such a, a long way. It has, um, and I think the just the conversations that we're more comfortable having as women about these products has helped it come that far. Because 15 mm-hmm. years ago, I was really young. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and well, like, and you, you hit the nail on the head because it is that stigma that has cause a lack of innovation for literally centuries in this category i like to tease that if men had periods we would have had these options a long time ago oh my Um, god because because it is you know why wasn't the cup well known well if no one's talking about periods then you know why would that word be passed along
1: right Mm -hmm. absolutely oh danielle what's next
3: So is that really what makes your company different from other companies that have menstrual cups is like the the quality and the design and all of that? What else makes you guys
2: so different? Yeah, that's a great question. So quality for sure. We wanted a cup that was US made that also had US source silicone that was also FDA compliant. And, you know, at least when I started, there weren't a lot of cups that Mm. there were very few in that category. There was a lot of cups overseas that, like I said, contain those fillers. So we, we wanted to make something that we could really stand behind. So high quality is, is an important one to us. Um, I would also say just in our messaging and presentation. So when we were entering this category, we realized it was a category that was just littered with taboos and stigmas. And, you know, I looked at that and said, well, how can we how can we change that? It was really our biggest challenge, but also our biggest opportunity. Anytime you have a stigmatized market, that represents an opportunity. And as an entrepreneur, you can look at it in both ways, right? And so we saw this challenge to be able to tell the story differently, to take something that was stigmatized and looked at as gross and something that should be, you know, shameful, and say, no, periods perpetuate the human race. You know, that you know deserves some kudos, not shame, right? And show it in a different divine light, like it's. There, it's a natural cycle that affects 50% of the population. We can show it in a more elevated light. And also the period cup, you know, something that's reusable, oh, that's gross. You mean I have to touch blood? Like it's actually cleaner, it's more sustainable. It's better for your body and the environment. So let's shift that messaging. And you know, I came from a technical writing background and in technical writing, you take these like complex processes and you try to piece them into little messages that are consumable for the mainstream consumer. I said, this is just an education issue. We just need mm-hmm. to educate people as to why this is a better option and show it. And so we also did that in our packaging. We try to take those stigmas head on and create, you know, this beautiful high-end package that opened like a yes. high-end lipstick and showcased yes. the cup on a for what it really is. This is our team cup. I love, I love this one. I have a, I have a 13-year-old daughter. She, she helped us develop this cup, which is great. But. Um, we, we really felt like in our packaging, our imagery, our voice, and in our customer service, we could elevate this product to be on the same shelves as clean personal care products and clean beauty. And we really feel like we've been able to achieve that.
1: And I will have to, talking about the packaging, it was really fun to open the package. It was. So your marketing on that was on point because it is, it's like you're opening a present, a present it's for your brand.
3: <laughs> it's like the colors and everything. They're just like, they're fun. They're pleasing. It's just like, it's very nicely done. I dig the whole color thing. The
1: marketing is. I'm just
0: going to say it again. I still don't have one because this. Market <laughs> is not. But I'm telling you. I'm telling you. June. I might, just ready say, for it. I might just say, leave it out. I need the cup. I, I don't know. I don't
2: know. <laughs> Do you don't uh-huh. have an IUD, is what you said? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, it's very, it's really common. You know, people can still use our cup with an IUD in um, because sometimes there's some leaking or spotting and for other people that don't have that, then they don't need it. But the one caution I would give is just to make sure that you remove it, make sure that you um, break the seal before you remove it because it can dislodge the IUD. So since that's the case for a lot of people, I just want to make sure (laughs) that you know, totally can use it. It's comfortable. You shouldn't be able to feel it, but Don't dislodge it. Make sure that you break the suction. Don't pull too hard.
0: Oh, that's such a helpful hint. And it's funny because um, while I don't have the cup, I do have the underwear. And I did use that recently um, on a day that I was spotting, even with an IUD. And let me tell you, it was so comfortable. You did like the fact that you don't have to wear a pad and walk around with what feels like a brick, you know, all day long, especially for someone like me who um, has a really heavy period, you know, I have to wear like three tampons and, and four um, <laughs> hats my day.
1: All at the same time. You yeah. know what you're saying though, Bridget, a real woman gets it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I have to say about the salt wear is, is we discussed this a little bit in the episode where the confidence you felt while wearing it with a menstrual cup, I felt unstoppable. And especially the biggest thing was that stand up after sleeping. Nighttime, right there. The stand up, like I stood up like a boss because I knew it was going to be okay. I knew it was going to be okay. And it was, it was, it was amazing. The empowerment that your products create for women is just it takes the guesswork and the worry out of periods. Mm-hmm. And I've never had that in my almost 40 years until this year. So thank you for that.
0: Yes. And so we've talked a Ooh. lot about the cup, but the, the the saltware is also something that is available on your website. And I think you had a, a pair there if you yes. don't mind holding those I
2: know.
0: up watching <laughs> Um, and kind of talk about that a little bit. We've given the cup a lot of love, but this deserves a little oh. bit of the spotlight too. Yes.
2: Yeah, and I would love to. So we just launched our saltware in November of last year. Super excited about this product because we are all about only creating products that are both healthy for body and planet. So reusable, sustainable options. So we knew that period underwear was you know, the next product that would be coming out. Because the underwear plus a cup, like you said, pairing is really the best for fully sustainable period. Mm-hmm. And um, it took us actually three and a half years to perfect because mm-hmm. the technology, especially for apparel, is just a lot different and to get the best of technology right and to stay true to having that really high quality product that worked for people. I mean, anyone can sew a towel into underwear and be like, oh yeah, this is period underwear, but sure. to have it be, you know, ultra thin, super absorbent and then okay. keep it dry. Um, that's, that, take some take some innovation. So that was really our goal. So I had wear tested a lot of different period underwear out there and felt like you know they do a decent job, you know, absorbing and I'm I'm a cup user but I would free bleed and I would wear test and I said but I just never felt dry and it felt so bulky, especially for cup users who really want something ultra thin, more as a yeah. liner. So we wanted mm-hmm. to provide that for our audience and also for those that are free bleeding. So we took that challenge and we actually hired a consultant out of NC State who worked in forensics. And he was so funny to talk to. He's like, he, he would consult for the FBI, right? Like a murder scene. He's like, you ever want to murder someone. You got to wear black because it hides blood stains. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll take that advice. What, what we took from it is, okay, our gusset has to be black, right? <laughs> um, but but it, was, it was really great. It was a lot of R&D. And what we were able to create was this amazing gusset it has three layers and it's really quite innovative and it's patent pending. It's super ultra thin. I mean, you can see oh this is a higher absorbency. So, not bulky for the cup user. We also have a lighter one. We have a thong that I love. Let's see if I can grab it. <clears throat> and this one's even thinner and this one's perfect for the cup user. It's wonderful or for spotting or for anything, bladder leaks, you know, discharge. <laughs> um... So our gusset technology, and you know, if you have it, you probably can't see it on my video, but it has these unique long channels. And mm-hmm. this first layer, this top layer, what it is is moisture se- separating and moisture wicking. So it allows the liquid to pass through quickly into these long channels. And then it wicks it across the entire length of the gusset instead of concentrating on one spot. And then it goes into the second layer that's an absorbent layer. And it's, it's really a just magical layer. It holds three times its weight in liquid. So it can hold so much liquid in this thin layer. And then we have a third layer that's a leak proof barrier and it acts like a high tech rain jacket that, um, you know, lets water vapor go out. It's breathable, but yet yeah, it's, it's not going to leak through. And, you know, to, to, create that gusset, you know, the final product is that it feels like regular underwear. It doesn't feel like period underwear. Right. Mm-hmm. And it takes some time to do, but we feel like it has worked for people. We've had rave reviews. I love hearing your reviews because it's exactly what we wanted. You know, we like to create products for ourselves and I'm the biggest wear tester. So I'm like, it's got to work for me. It's got to work for my 13 year old daughter, who, as she was learning the cup, you know, would, would leak. And so she wears our mesh hipster, this one right here that has some nice full coverage. Yeah. She loves it. And she feels so confident. Like, how wonderful is that? I didn't feel that in, in high school. Did you guys oh my feel gosh, that? Oh gosh, no. all... Gosh, I
0: walked her a sweater
2: around my waist. Seriously. All... <laughs> So
3: this is this is going back a little bit, but when I had first started my period, those pants with like the skirts over them was really popular. You guys remember that? And I had a couple of those and I would reserve them <laughs> specifically for when I got when I would, you know, start my period because I was so paranoid. I was so paranoid mm-hmm. to have something like that as a young girl would have been a game changer.
0: Yeah, there was nothing worse than basketball days where we had to dress up for away games and I was walking around in khakis all day on my period. I'm like, this is this is an accident waiting to happen.
1: Yep, it's and the so stress right that here. that causes, and that's where it really has taken the stress out of periods, being able to have the proper period wear, the proper period products. And I go back to, we are all boy moms. So I love when you say you're a mama for girls because this is something that we're not necessarily going to have to deal with anytime soon necessarily. But I just go back to if I had a daughter that was going at that age that you knew it was coming, you know, that they could actually have that underwear that they could just wear daily that they would never... Be caught off guard. They would always be prepared. And I just think if I would have had that, oh, how amazing that would have been as a 13 year old.
0: Well, and I like too that you mentioned bladder leaks because as a mom of two children, my bladder has been through it. (laughs) So, you know, when you have a cold and you sneeze and, you know, it happens. I'm going to be honest, it happens. So I love the thought that, like, I know I have a cold and I'm going to be coughing all day. I know chances are I'm going to pee my pants at some point <laughs> this day. I can put on my period underwear. Look at me. Yep. You got it. <laughs> awesome.
2: I love that you're bringing that up because I think incontinence has more stigma than period care. And I, I oh. do feel like I'm a mom of five. And so, yeah, I jump on the trampoline and I have to do my Kegels. Like we yep. all know what that feels like. Are you doing a burpee? Right. Yep. And As as you think about it, as women and girls, we live with wetness all of our lives. I mean, our vaginas are self-cleaning. We have discharge. Later on, it could be incontinence. You have postpartum. I mean, it just is. And that's 24 days out of your 28 day cycle, the average cycle you're living with wetness. Is it any wonder that our underwear that we see as the standard is like this thin piece of cotton actually absorbs liquid and doesn't, isn't quick drying. Like that's the standard underwear. Like, why don't we have something more like the saltware for all of our underwear?
1: (laughs) right? That's funny that you mentioned that because I've been talking about this interview for so long now. My husband's probably (laughs) so over it, but I told him last night, I was like, honey, tomorrow's the interview. And he's like, are you going to get yourself some more pairs? And I was like, I think I'm going to get a pair for every single day of the month. And he laughed at me and he's like, well, what for? And I said, because you know what? You don't always know you do. Like you just nailed it. You walk around with a female anatomy and it's, it's self-cleaning. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's always moisture and it just in the sneeze, <laughs> the sneeze. And I said, if I can't cross my legs fast enough, Marcus, there's sometimes an issue and I don't want there to be an issue. So I, I agree with you. I've actually literally considered buying enough pairs to get me through the entire month as just my normal underwear because they are so comfortable. Mm-hmm. They were by far my most favorite pair of underwear. I agree with that statement. that comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And we, all three of us got a different style, yeah. which I think is really cool too, is that you have so many different like varieties because not everybody likes the same
0: style of underwear. Well, that and, and you have a wide range of sizes. And so I, right. my question would be, um, do you ever plan on expanding those sizes to people who are, um, I think right now it's like goes up to a, a double XL um, but we know that there's so many plus size women who are outside of that range. And I know that that, that sizing takes time and that, you know, it's extra resources and those things, but is that something that's on your list of things to do? Yeah, to-
2: definitely. We we want to be, we want to be size inclusive. We want to be skin tone inclusive. Our underwear comes in different skin tone colors as well. We have a third one. that's not here. But yeah, it's it's exactly what you said. We we want to make sure and provide solutions to all women, which means that you are looking at expanding those ranges. You're looking at different styles and absorbencies and different phases of life. Um, and then you know we also really feel like people should feel beautiful on their period. Yeah, that's, that's why we created our underwear the way we did. There's a lot of everyday styles out there. This is our high waist. It's just so beautiful. Um, we hired a designer, a lingerie designer out of Paris, to create our underwear. That
1: makes sense
2: fantastic job this really nice lace is european turkish lace it's just soft stretch it's we, we want it to feel like regular underwear but also feel like something you would want to wear so it like it's feel sexy like-
3: yeah i was like
2: oh my gosh
3: this is period underwear but it's like the sexiest pair of underwear <laughs> same
0: <laughs> Love it! Yeah, that black, black, the high-waisted black, and that lace, the mesh panel. I was like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's true. I think so many people, when they think of, when they're not familiar with the product, they think of depends. Their minds immediately going to like the underwear after you give birth, and they're thinking that that's what it's going to be. And you're like, no, 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 no. You feel sexy with these things on. You know, yeah, so, that, so that makes sense that a lingerie, you know, yeah. expert okay. essentially is the one who helped design them because it it shows that it mm-hmm. shows that I have a question. If oh, you guys, don't mind me going off the cuff. Go, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I didn't want to interrupt you. Go oh, ahead. no, I was just, I was just going to
2: add, um, along with beautiful, the one thing is that they're really sustainably made, ethically made in with a renowned factory out of Sri Lanka that provides, um, Scholarships for their seamstresses and clean water for the community. So that was really wow. important to us as a B Corp, is to yeah. make sure that we instilled the same quality in our whole supply chain. And then our body fabric and also our absorbent fabrics are made out of post-consumer recycled water bottles. So for our first, so for our first underwear order, um, we were able to clean up three hundred thousand water bottles out of the environment. So it's just amazing. I don't think that people, you know, would know that it's recycled poly because it's so luxuriously soft. But it it really provides a really great material.
1: So it's, anyway, just a little tidbit. Yeah. Amazing material. I just wanted to ask, you had brought up your teen cup. Mm-hmm. And we had talked about this. And I think this is something that we would love to know the answer of. Because as somebody who is early into periods, you know, a young younger, more immature person. How is that work with them getting comfortable with a menstrual cup? Because I think a lot of our listeners would be curious because obviously you have to get comfortable. Danielle and I talked about menstrual cup, how comfortable you get with your body and your anatomy. Like you go, huh, I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) That was almost at 40. So to get you know, into the mind of a 13-year-old, to be open to it, to mm-hmm. try it out and be comfortable and make it work for her, how is that working out for the younger ages? I'm so fascinated by this.
2: You know, it's really a range on how comfortable people are with their bodies. We'll have you know, girls, um, especially those that are athletic, will just say, oh, yeah, I put in the period cup for the first time. I love it. I already use the size regular. And this could be 14-year-olds wow. or it could be 18-year-olds. Um, then I think about the experience of my own daughter and it was so funny cause here, her mom owns a menstrual cup company. She's like, just so you know, I'm going to start with tampons. I'm, I'm going to try that first. I'm a little worried about the cup. And I was like, you are my daughter. <laughs> of course you're going to try the cup. Right. But I didn't, I held back and said, okay, you know, I mean, this is an intimate part of the body. You need to, yes. you need to respect that. And and make sure that they're comfortable. So I would educate her, and I showed her how to use it. And I was pleasantly surprised to you know that she did do it on her own. But she had to do it on her own. And she, it, I felt like there was a big win when she came to me. and She said, "Mom, I tried the cup, and it's so much better than the tampons. Like, I really wonder why more people don't use this." And I'm like, "Go, girl!" <laughs> and so. I, you really have different levels of comfort, but I do think that the teen cup provides a really great entry point. It is, it is so much smaller. If you look at the, the difference, this is our, this is our small cup and then we have a regular size cup, but it's, it's, it's a lot less scary to start with this. It's nice Uh and soft. Um, And I was surprised to know that, you know, my daughter, like I said, 13 year old is, is, you know, starting your, for the first time she's already moved up to the regular and that happened in like two months time frame oh, because she was wow. comfortable with it she's like oh you know you, this doesn't hold as much as a regular and I have a heavier flow so I can do that it was just that that fear it was just getting through that barrier you mm-hmm. like to say that it just takes one moment of bravery you know yeah. try it in the shower you can do this
0: yeah,
2: yeah awesome. the
1: shower I think is a great suggestion it I is. Think it's a perfect time to experiment with it
2: Yeah. Yeah, And that water acts as a natural lubricant. So it's Hmm. really pretty risk-free zone. Risk-free zone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, who's up for another question? Cause this is, I could go all day. This is so fantastic.
3: I'll just go off on a quick side tangent. So I actually started out with a different cup Um oh, it was again over when we first had quarantine, actually this time last year was very, very close to this time last year. And I was like, I'm just gonna tr- take this time when I have to be at home anyways. And I I fell in love with the idea of the cup, did not fall in love with the cup. And it was having a conversation with Amanda that she's like, Nope, it's this one, you gotta try this one. <laughs> and I haven't <laughs> looked back since. Have not looked back since.
0: And it's true. They're not just saying that because no. I I was within the group message where they were discussing it mm-hmm. um, just kind of watching like these poor losers with periods <laughs> and now here I am like <laughs> out and about it <laughs> It's true so they're that. not just it really is they're not just saying that it's 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 true I I watched them fall in love with this product so yep. Um, oh, it's it's been, been pretty cool to, to see. Um, I guess I my question would be, um, so you, you, you started this at home with your husband working through the model. Um, where are you now? How many people do you have employed? Are you m- mostly female? I mean, I know you're female run, but do you have men that work in the company? For some reason that I just have to know the answer to that. <laughs>
2: no men not allowed no, just um no so we are like i said you know women founded and and majority runs so we have 46 employees and of those 46 there's it's 85 percent female um we have we have the best men that support our company um i i just can't even say enough about how empowering they are and how how wonderful it is to have men in the conversation because i feel like if we don't have men in the conversation, then we're not gonna have that progress that we need for, for women and girls. And um, it's just really endearing to me to be able to see someone like my husband who is just, I, I mean, he's a, he's a father of five daughters. He wants to create this world like I do where those daughters don't have barriers that come with menstruation, don't have barriers to education. And he came with me to Nepal. And so did my oldest three daughters when we went to go visit a charity partner. And we we're teaching this mother's group all about period cups. And we also got to see some of the scholarship recipients um, in their school that we had funded scholarships for. and It was just so empowering. And, you know, if we weren't converts, then, you know, that seeing that firsthand really does something to you. It really, really sparks that drive even more. And it was so fun to see my daughters go and teach these women about the cup. So they would, they would feel those same barriers that everybody else said, like, oh my gosh, it's big. You know, what are these Americans trying to put on us? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? And I said, to my eight-year-old daughter say, hey, can you go teach them how to do these folds? And she's up there like origami, showing them how to fold the cup, showing them the C fold and the punch down fold. And wow, those barriers just came melting down. And they said, okay, this is something we think we can do. And now being able to hear, and, you know, as we've gone back, being able to hear their feedback and how it's changing lives of these women in Nepal and Kenya and Uganda and Venezuela we're in 34 countries we've donated 20,000 cups around the world and we just hear these stories over and over again that it's life changing for people it's the same thing we hear from our customers and it just drives our internal team like nothing else we have a whole Slack channel dedicated to just hearing these great reviews because it, it really is the core of what we do it is changing those lives every day because it's something we deal with monthly. It actually is very life-changing to have this, this problem solved. And it does.
1: Oh, she froze a little bit during a very solid sentence. There's, you froze just ever so slightly.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I know I've, I've seen a little bit of uh, the internet connection go in and out. So I apologize. But, I'll, I'll finish that sentence. I, I feel like what we're really providing for people is confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. Yeah. So
3: true. I
1: what a story.
2: Ah, uh,
3: how oh, incredible.
1: So incredible. And as I'm sitting here, I am getting notifications from Instagram that you guys are posting. And so (laughs) let's talk a little bit about your social media presence, because I think you have a really large community that you offer Facebook and Instagram, and even your TikToks are fantastic. So talking about that a little bit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we are we are very social media company. The reason why is because We've learned that our product is really word of mouth. It's one, you know, woman telling another woman, telling another menstruator about, about the cup and it, how it's changed their lives. And so we, we really play into that. Our hashtag is pass the salt. We think that was really brilliant. It came up with one of our focus group members came up with that. And we said, oh, we love that. And it is because you're passing a good thing on to a friend. So we're also 80% mobile. So we have realized that our, our traffic is 80% mobile, which is why we rely on social media.
1: Mm, It's great. Your Facebook community is such a wonderful place for information. Um, I'm constantly reading the post in there just because it's a great the way that the women passionately hop on to answer the other women's questions about it, you know, the first timers or anything, the support that is given within that community is really great. What is the name of the group? Did you mind sharing?
2: Yeah, it's the Salt Cup Academy. And let me know if I go in and out. Hopefully you can hear me. But it's our Salt Cup Academy. We have 25,000 users there and growing. And you're right. It is like an extension of our customer service team. We, we found that out early on and we just thought it was this magical thing that once you became a cup user, you wanted to support other cup users in the, that journey because it is a big step in behavior change. Behavior change is hard to do. And asking someone to change their period care to something that's reusable and new is a big step. And I love how supportive the community is. You can ask anything in, in that Facebook group. There's no TMI. All questions have been asked. Um, wow, I'm thinking of so many funny ones that have come up. <laughs> <laughs> like when uh, we had one that said, you know, I every time I put this cup in, I'm getting a really nice, oh, you know, going on. <laughs> and they're like, "Wow, uh, what's the problem?" Okay, here? all right. Uh, that was a new one. That was a new one. So it's just a wonderful community. And like you said, when you become a cup user, you really are joining this community of people who are more aware of their bodies, who want to do good for the planet, do good for themselves, and they want to pass on that good information. So, yeah, we have a
3: we have like a um, a saying, I guess that we take to heart really, really a lot, I guess, and it's empowered women empower women. And we really, really believe that. And I think that that's kind of what your community that you've done specifically on Facebook, but really everywhere, that's what you're doing. You're helping empower these women who are therefore turning around and empowering other women. And it's just incredible.
0: Yeah.
1: And I have to, you you kind of touched on your customer service a little bit when you were explaining it's an extension of your customer service, but I have to say your customer service is on point When you look in the threads, how amazing your customer service is within the questions. And if there's any, you know, defective products happen. I mean, you can't, everything, you know, is not always going to work the way somebody thought it was going to work or whatever. And the way that you guys always reply to each and every concern is so amazing. So I just want to say well done with that because your team is phenomenal. Well, I appreciate that.
2: It is something that we... a lot of deliberate effort in because we feel like we want to treat our customers like our friends and as we would our friends who we want to um, have switch over to a sustainable period product so we do treat every single customer interaction um, as best as we can and we like to create those moments of delight where we are really just answering those needs and also delighting our customers in every way that we can so it's something we focus on deliberately can you guys still hear me am i yep yep okay good you know, another, another thing we do is we we do have amazing team buy-in. I love the t-shirt that you mentioned, um, Empowered Women, Empower Women. Uh-huh. And as a female founder, we really try to extend that to our workplace. So one thing we do is we have a free in-office preschool for all of our working parents. Um, this was a need I was trying to solve for myself as a mother of a toddler. And now our marketing manager has her toddler, you know, and our digital ad manager. She has her toddler in our preschool, you know, our supply chain manager, is a father to a toddler that he has in his preschool and all of them feel empowered that we are taking a pro-family culture, supporting families and supporting our employees beyond just, you know, revenues and a salary. We just, we just feel like it goes so much further than that. We also offer like unlimited PTO because we, we don't feel like people have should be required to have to tell you, Oh, I have a doctor's appointment for, for, you know, my daughter. And especially during this COVID situation with all of the virtual schooling, I mean, it's just very flexible. Obviously, you can work from home. You can work from the office.
0: We are definitely at home
2: for quite a bit of the pandemic. We're just getting back to the office more. But we had a dedicated work-from-home day before the pandemic. Um, And then, like I said, no questions asked. Like, we just feel like if you're doing your work and are able to provide that value, then take care of your family. Like, that's not something that we're going to, you know, close on our employees, so.
0: That is so amazing. As someone who work the nine to five job with very small children child care was always such a stressor um and so to be able to take that off their plates it only makes sense they're going to be more productive they they know that their child is safe um what a great work environment you are providing for these these families that's uh, you that's- guys are innovators everywhere <laughs> like that's crazy <laughs> yeah well- i am just
3: blown away Yeah, me
2: too. So we just feel like we're trying to solve the needs of women, and solving the needs of women and you know parents. It's it's not always a clean process. It's a messy process. Periods can be messy, right? But if you're not actually if you're not looking at those problems and looking at real solutions, then what are we here for? I mean, we've got to be addressing them on a straightforward level.
0: So if someone wants to support your company, they want to go out and buy one of these products, they want to gift a product because um, they're just so excited about it, where where can we purchase your products? You have a beautiful, beautiful website. Check nice. out their website. Um, but are your products in store anywhere or do you ship internationally? Because um, we do have a couple international listeners. So um, where can we find your products?
2: Yeah. So you can find it on our website at salt.com. We're also in target stores nationwide. Our cups are Um, right now. Our underwear is only on our website, but hopefully that's changing. We're trying to get to a lot of retailers. You can also find our cups in REI and revolve. They're going on shelves at urban outfitters for the first time, which is super exciting. Uh, Whole foods. Um, trying to remember all of them. Free people. There's a lot of different boutique shops that we're in. And then, yeah, we do ship internationally. Um, We, uh, you can get us on Amazon as well and Amazon UK and EU and so forth and Australia. Um, But then we ship from our website internationally. So all of the places.
0: Wow. Uh, Cherie, thank you so much for, for giving your time today. Um, I don't want to take up any more of it, but do you guys have any last questions? Anything else you want to say, Amanda or Danielle? No,
1: that's, Your cue and your way of telling me stop talking forever because (laughs) she knows I could talk about my love for these products for hours and hours. So, no,
3: (laughs) I just wanted to say thank you. We appreciate all of your hard work and everything that you've been doing for the community and just women in general.
0: Yeah. And the fact that you would come to this little old podcast, we can't thank you enough. Um, And we hope that. We did you justice here today, um, and we just can't wait to share this and your products with our friends and family.
2: Hmm. And we always conversation. It was it was so lovely and so great to meet you, Bridget, and Amanda, and Danielle. Um, I love what you're doing for your community. You've been such ambassadors to Salt. I mean, that's just something I'll support any day. So super Thanks. grateful to be on and be able to share our story. So thank you for making this space. <sighs>
1: Anytime, and Bridget always wraps us up with a be something so Bridget okay. what are we being this week
0: oh let's just be comfortable um and be comfortable in talking about your body exploring your body um be comfortable when you're on your period talking about that and then be comfortable while you're on your period with these awesome awesome products
1: Love that. Absolutely. And if you haven't tried them, give it a try. Your life will change. They're truly life changing. I love it. Well, thank you so much again for joining us today. We It's such an honor. It means such an honor for this podcast. So we appreciate it so much. So until next week, we will all see you next week. Bye. Thank you again so much. Bye.
2: Bye.